Welcome to the Unstoppable Imparable Podcast. My name is Alejandro Marquez and I'm going to be your host on this show. I'm a time on Lean System Strategies, best-selling author and international speaker, and I'm here to bring you over 10 years of experience of bending time to do all the things I want, from graduating from two degrees and two masters to working in top law firms, research centers, and as a criminal law professor, to building and growing my own business while always enjoying plenty of quality time with my loved ones. Tune in for all the tips, tricks, actionable tools, and incredible guests to become unstoppable, achieve your goals without burning out, and create the life of your dreams. And yes, as you might notice, this is a bilingual podcast, so let's get this fiesta started. Welcome, Ingrid, to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I'm really beyond excited to have you here today. And I just can't wait to share so many good things with my audience. Thanks so much for having me, Alejandra. It really is an honor to be here. And yes, I'm always happy to share my expertise and my experiences with your audience. So thank you. No, absolutely. I, I got really excited when I sent you the invite. So happy to have you. And let me formally introduce you to my audience because you're an incredible human being and an incredible expert. So For anyone who doesn't know Ingrid yet, she's a seven-figure CEO who started her first business, age of six, after consulting to multi-million dollar global brands for 20 years, for plus 20 years. Ingrid launched the Working Women's World, where she uses her experience and expertise to help female entrepreneurs gain credibility on their brands and strategically grow their businesses. She's passionate about supporting women in business because they inspire others to become financially independent too. Ingrid calls this the butterfly effect in business, which is fueled by her desire to help fight gender-based violence. I mean, isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, thanks, Alejandra. Thanks for that lovely introduction. Gosh, you make me sound so good. Thank you. At the end of the day, I think that we all have our own experiences and expertise and talents. And yes, I worked, you know, for 20 plus years consulting to big corporate brands, which I still do. But actually, my heart lies with female entrepreneurs. So working women's world is what gets me out of bed in the mornings because I love to help women succeed. I love that. I love that. And I know that you're helping amazing women all over the world. So. How about if you share a little bit with us on how you started this journey? Because I know how passionate you are and you you made a big pivot, even if you're still consulting, but this big brands, it's it's different to get into the entrepreneurial world and start something new. So what made you pivot and just decide to start something on your own? As you said, Alejandra, I actually started my first business at the age of six. So I grew up on a farm. I took my pocket money and I bought some chicks from the pet store and I started an egg business. And I think from then on, being an entrepreneur was always in my blood. So I did, after university, work in the corporate world for about eight years and then went back to being an entrepreneur. In fact, I've launched seven businesses after my egg-laying business, um, but Metamorphosis is probably my main business, which is the business consulting to the big corporate brands. So yes, I have had that business for over 20 years. But about three years ago, I suppose just before COVID, I got to a point where I thought, 
you know, what am I going to tell my grandchildren one day that I helped to sell another box of cereal, another slab of chocolate, another bag of washing powder? And so I actually thought about what do, what do I really want to do and what is my real purpose? And as I said, being an entrepreneur myself and having grown my own seven-figure business, I know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur out there. So that's when I launched Working Women's World, which I initially did a lot of pro bono consulting. And then I realized if I really want to help women and more women, then I need to monetize that as a business. So I still have metamorphosis, but Working Women's World is obviously where I consult to female entrepreneurs and the part that I'm really enjoying at the moment. I love that. And I can see how you translate like that early journey when you started your business and now really putting it into practice more with, well, seven figure businesses. I mean, that's, that's quite of a journey. That's quite impressive. And that's why I'm also so passionate about the topic that we're talking today, because you're going to be sharing with all of us how to grow your business faster by doing less. And I feel like a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs that are just, just getting started, when they think about building a seven-figure business, it's so far away and they think they should be doing so much and working more and more hours. So I love that you are able to just grow and scale in a way that feels good because I know how much you love uh, what you're doing and keeping things simple and really focusing on that, on doing less, but doing them better. So how if we start with the basics and how will you define what a business growth strategy will be? Because I feel like that's the foundation if we really want to foresee that seven-figure future. Yes, you know, Alejandra, I think we're all conditioned to think that the harder you work, the more successful you'll be. Or if you put extra hours in, you'll get there faster. And like with everything, I think I stumbled upon the reality that actually when you start to focus on the things that really matter and you just put aside all the other stuff that's thrown at you, that's when you start to see or have a real impact. So yes, you can grow your business faster by focusing on the right things at the right time and in the right order. And that's what strategy is all about. Strategy is about giving you focus, but also about giving you guidance. So I always say that a business without a strategy is like a ship without a rudder. You might know where you're going to, but if you don't have that rudder to guide you, who says you're actually going to get to those goals? And if you do, you can be tossed around by the wind and the waves and everything else that comes your way, whereas a strategy will guide you in the most direct path. So yes, I'm passionate about business growth and specifically business growth strategies. So Alejandro, you were asking me, well, what is it about? Um, really, I always chat to people about strategy versus a plan, because so often people think, well, I've got my goal and I've put my whole plan together. You know, I've got all my milestones and I know exactly what I need to do to hit that goal. But a strategy is different. So I often use the analogy of going on a diet and trying to lose weight. So, for example, your goal might be that you want to fit into your swimming costume for your next summer holiday. Or you might say, after Christmas, I want to lose five kgs. There's a definite goal there. So now what you can do is you can say, okay, I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to eat more healthily. I'm going to drink more water and I'm going to exercise more. 
Now that is a strategy. Those are the areas that you're going to focus on. The plan is when you go, I'm going to follow a specific diet plan to eat healthily. I'm going to drink two liters of water a day to drink more water. I'm going to exercise five times a week. Three of those will be cardio sessions and two of them might be stretch and tone or whatever. I'm kind of making that up. But you can <laughs> see the difference between a strategy and a plan. A plan is much more detailed, but the strategy is what guides you to get to where you want to be. And that's the key thing there. The strategy is what you need to do and why to grow your business. The plan is how you do it, when you do it, and also where you do it. So for me, that's always the simplest way to explain strategy versus a plan. I love that. And the example you just gave, I think everybody right now feels so much clearer on the difference between a strategy and plan. And for me, I love it. I mean, I love both strategy and planning, obviously. <laughs> But yeah, this is keeping things very simple. And when you have that North Star, that radar, that's, that's how you achieve your goals with this. Because as you say, otherwise you get lost in the process. And then if you don't have priorities, like that's where the plan is very needed because you need to know what are those steps. So what do you think will be the main guidelines to developing a strategy that helps us grow our businesses faster by doing less? So Alejandra, when you approach actually any strategy, I mean, I'm obviously talking to you about a business growth strategy, but even if it is a sales strategy or communication strategy, there are some very key steps that you take to put together a strategy. So the first one is always to do a review. So if we're putting together a business growth strategy, then we need to do a review of our business. Kind of have a look at how is my business doing? What's improving? What's in the way? What's causing problems in my business? Um, and just look at what has been working and what hasn't been working over the last period of time. So a thorough review of all aspects of your business, from your suppliers, you know, to manufacturing, to your communication, the whole lot. And then when you've got all that information pulled together, then you can have a good look at then pulling out what are the key issues facing your business, but then also having a look at what the opportunities are for growth. Because at the end of the day, in order to grow a business, you've got to address the issues facing your business because they won't just go away. And so by identifying them, you're going to address them. But also the other opportunity for growth is by seeing where the gaps lie and where you can move your business to. So step two is identifying the big issues and opportunities. Because remember, we only want to focus on the big ones. I mean, we can't solve everything all at once. So let's focus on the big ones that really have an impact out there. Then step three, once you've got your sort of a list of issues and opportunities, is then to choose what I call your key strategic focus areas. So what are the big areas in your business that you need to focus on? And you'll instinctively know what they are in order to grow. So it might be things like, I've got to get better distribution of my products. Or if you're an online coach, maybe it's about getting better visibility. Um, it might be things like, You need to start building a brand to really stand out and be noticed and be relevant and attract the right clients. Um, it might be something like 
just relooking all your costing. So your pricing and your overheads and all of that. So the, as I said, it's the big strategic focus areas and just deciding on those. I always say to my clients, four to six focus areas is more than enough. There's always lots to do in a business, but choose the four maximum six big ones that you can focus on. And then the last step then is to stick to that strategy. So normally with my clients, I say, we're going to put together a three to five year strategy. Often a five year strategy is a bit of a long term thing. Most of my clients tend to go for a three year strategy because they can foresee, okay, if I focus on these key strategic areas in the next three years, I know I'm going to make a difference in my business. Having said that, you know, we have had that whole COVID pandemic and suddenly everyone's strategy had to change. But generally, in a normal world, a three-year strategy is really, really good. Well, too many things to say in here, but thank you for sharing such an amazing guideline. First is I'm 100% agree. Like the first step always, always have, always must be that revision part of it. For me, with my clients as well, it's that tracking, that awareness, analyzing, because if you don't know where you're standing, you have no idea where you're going. Like you don't know what you need to change. So I love that you also start with that revision because that's really what you will understand what you need and not oversaturate yourself or your business. And then the other thing that I really love is those key focuses and not trying to do absolutely everything. Because as you say, businesses have lots of areas. And yes, you can try to do a little bit here and there, but once you dedicate your attention and your focus in one main area, that really propels you forward. That allows you to scale with so much more ease and then focus on the next one. Alejandra, I was going to say, you know, I know that you always talk about only really focusing on a few things in a day. And I think generally as entrepreneurs, the strength of being an entrepreneur is that we can come up with so many ideas, you know, That's never the problem. I've never met an entrepreneur who goes, I don't know what to do with my business, as in they don't have an idea. Normally, they have too many ideas and there's all this overwhelm. And then on top of that, there are so many things that are thrown at us, all these shiny new toys all the time. I mean, even if I look at the way we market and communicate our businesses, you know, one week it's Instagram, then it's TikTok, then there's so many new platforms coming out all the time. And even within those platforms, you know, we went from posts to reels to stories, and it just grows and grows and grows. And, you know, all those things can be such a distraction. So I'm totally aligned with you. You know, focus is so important. I also find, and I'm sure you find this, is that when we don't focus, we feel like we don't achieve anything. We're like so busy, but We're busy, but we're not productive at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree with this. And as you say, I mean, today's world is so filled with distractions. Every single second you can get distracted with something different, especially on social media and online businesses. But having that main focus and just being intentional with your time, with your attention, that really changed the game. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, This is a long-term game that we are playing with our businesses. It's just like where you want to go and how you want to play it alongside. But the other thing that I totally remember what I wanted to cover is 
the three-year or the five-year strategy. And I wanted to dive deeper into this because I also have been seeing that people just get excited about the, that new shiny object. So you have normally in business these three, five, even 10 years uh, of plan that regular businesses follow. Obviously, online business change a little bit faster. But with the new shiny things or strategies, I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs trying something for a week and saying, this doesn't work. Let me try something else or in a month, or it's not enough. You need to give way more time for something to start getting that pace and just seeing if it works for you. And if what do you need to pivot? What do you need to tweak? So I love that you're focusing with your clients mainly on that three-year strategy because that really allows you to see, okay, these are the things that worked. These are the things that didn't. And now let me just try something new. If you try something every month, <laughs> it's impossible to grow. It's impossible to really start building that foundation for your business. And Alejandro, it's such a fine line because I always say stick to the strategy, but you can adjust the plan. Yes. So that's the key thing. But what you're saying is so true. You don't want to keep changing the plan all the time as well because then you're also all over the show. So I think the very important thing is always to have objectives and goals because then you can measure your progress and you know whether what you do is working or not. And gone are those days of you put together um, a plan for the whole year and then you just stick to that plan. You always talk about tracking and it's the same thing. You've got to be monitoring your progress to see if it's working or not. But you're so right. You have to give it enough time before you then reassess and go, okay, maybe that plan isn't working. Let's maybe try something new. And that's the beauty of this modern world that we work in because in the digital world, even with communication, you can put out three Facebook ads and test them and see which one is getting the most traction. And often a social media agency will put out a Facebook ad for you and within 24 hours, they will monitor and then make changes. So that's an area where you can make quick changes, but ultimately, normally, you're looking at slightly longer before you you change what the plan was. But yes, definitely, if the plan's not working, by all means, change it. But don't change the strategy and don't get distracted by new things thrown at you. And I think that's where the strategy becomes important again, because when something new suddenly comes to you, you can go back to your strategy and say, is that aligned with my focus area and what I'm wanting to do? And if it's not, then you have to be strict and say, no, I've put the strategy together. I've gone through a robust process to do it. And I'm not suddenly going to be derailed by what someone else is doing. Because so often we do look around and we go, oh, I just noticed that so-and-so is doing that now. And she seems to be doing really well. Maybe I should change. And I see that, you know, often um, online coaches will, for example, have a group coaching program and that's their strategy. But then they look and they go, oh, well, I saw this other coach and she was doing one-on-one sessions and she seems to be doing really well. Maybe I should also throw in one-on-one. If your strategy is to focus on group coaching, then stay with that and make that work and don't jump around. Yes, I feel like comparison, it's 
sometimes powerful, but most of the times it really shifts the focus and gets you distracted. It, it really distracts you. So having a solid strategy and that goal that you have in mind and probably like on paper, <laughs> it's better to have it on paper. Don't just keep it in your mind. So I feel like right now I would love for you to share like how can we put the strategy into action? Because I feel like this is the most important part of it. Everything is nice up in here in the air, but how we can put it into action. You're so right, Alejandra. A strategy is nothing unless you put it into action. And this is where the plan comes in. I explained to you the difference between a strategy and a plan. The strategy is where you've identified, as I said earlier, what you want to focus on and why. The plan is now how are you going to put this into action, when and where. So I always work on a 12-month plan. So that's sort of a nice space of time. And then really what's important is to take each of your focus areas, those four to six that I spoke about, and then say to yourself, and yes, put it onto some kind of calendar where I love using my big whiteboard and then I just divide it into months and then I start to scribble. But you look at your focus areas and you say, in the next year, what are the big jobs that I need to do in order to grow my business? And as you just jot those down in a list, check that they are aligned with your key strategic focus areas. And if they aren't, then remove them. But all the big jobs that are there to be done, take each of those then and break them down into the individual activities and tasks, and then slot them into your calendar. And I make it sound simple. This probably will take like a half day for you to do. Some people might do it quicker, depending on the complexity of your business. But in terms of the process, it really is that simple. And then at least you are working through putting together a plan. You are spacing it out over the months, you are ensuring that each of the activities that you put down there are supporting some big strategic focus area or job to be done. And then at least you know that your time is being well spent. And honestly, if you do that well, then it's just about implementing. And I think for most of my clients, I run a signature program called the Focus for Growth Formula. You can see I'm all about focus. Yes. But within that... Within that, I find that most of the people that do my program always come out going, oh my gosh, I have absolute clarity. I now know exactly what I need to do for the next year. And they just go and they implement and then they see the difference in their business. And the beauty is that the following year, you've still got your strategic focus areas. So you just go back and you repeat. You go back to, okay, now for the next year, I've now upped my goal financially or whatever it is for the next year. I know what the focus areas are. What are the big jobs to be done in the next year? And then unpack each of those into activities, slot them into your calendar, and you're ready to go. So honestly, that's how simple business can be. But it comes down to when you've got a strategy that drives your plan, your plan then focuses on the big things, the things that actually move the needle in your business. And more importantly, then you are hopefully working less with more impact and growing your business faster. I mean, you're talking my love language right now. (laughs) 
because right now I have on my right the whiteboards with the main focuses for the year. On my left, I have the calendar break into quarters, focusing on what are the main things on each quarter. Then I have my calendar, everything color code, where the step-by-step it is, and the project management tool where everything is break down. So I I see it very clearly, and I love how you put it into, into practice as well, because it's so refreshing when you are able to see it. Because if you have it on a piece of paper, if you have it on your mind, it's very hard for you to keep track on every of everything and keep that motivation going. For me, every single day, I just turn back and I, okay, these are the main things that I want to focus on. Okay, when are we doing it? And then I turn back to the other side and everything is in there. So I find that this implementation, it's so needed, so important. And it gets to be easy the more you implement it, the more you get into spending that half day to get everything clear, then it becomes a 30-minute thing <laughs> or 15-minute revision. It's it's very nice to see how every time it just gets better and better. And one thing that I always love asking in here, because you know this is the Unstoppable Imparable podcast, so how having a business growth strategy will help us become unstoppable? Well, at the end of the day, your business growth strategy is that guide that will help you hit your goals. As I said earlier, when you've got those goals out there, you can't just put together a plan or just keep rolling with it, hoping that you're going to get there. Because as we all know, hope is not a strategy. And so at the end of the day, year by year, you set those goals and you move the goalposts every time. And before you know it, you've grown this amazing business that you probably didn't even realize you were growing along the way. And the best part is, and this is what I love, is that you are touching lives. You're inspiring other women to also want to do the same because I always say your success touches lives. And even if you don't realize it, there are others watching you and watching your progress. And hopefully they will look at you and go, wow, if she can do it, then maybe I can too. And that's what I love because it's inspirational And what we probably don't realize is that we inspire women to start businesses and gain their own financial independence. And Alejandro, if you don't mind me just sharing this, that's really what my whole purpose is about. So as you know, I'm all about fighting gender-based violence. And I know that around the world, there are women stuck in horrible situations that they can't get out of because they don't have the financial means. But just by you getting out of bed every day and running your business and growing your business, it, you are inspiring others and they in turn inspire others. So it's this whole ripple effect. And within all of that, there are lives that you touch and that you actually change. So if you think you didn't have a purpose, anyone who's listening, every day that you get out and you show up and you keep going with your business, you're making a difference out there. Absolutely. And I don't know. I feel like everybody just got moved by that. At least I, I was. And that's, that's why I really love hanging out and spending more time with women like you because you inspire me and I love the, um, all the impact that you're creating in the world. And I'm 100% sure that other women are watching you, are watching me, and I'm watching every single person that in here is listening. And definitely we are here for a purpose. We are here to help others realize their own potential as well. And I know you're doing this right now, helping incredible women all over the world. So why don't you just share a little bit about the Butterfly Cocoon? 
My Butterfly Cocoon is the monthly membership that I run. And I'd love to invite any listeners to join if they'd like to. Basically, it is a monthly membership. I share every week some business advice to help you grow and run your business. We also have monthly masterclasses and we have bonus guest experts. And Alejandra, you are one of our most favorite guest experts. because. The wisdom that you shared and your guidelines on planning and saving time, I think the ladies in the Butterfly Cocoon still talk about that. And then apart from the monthly masterclasses and the weekly business advice, obviously it's an awesome community of fabulous fempreneurs supporting and encouraging one another. So it's a great environment to be in at the cost of less than a bag of groceries. So if anyone's interested, they can just go to www.world.com dot biz and that will take you through to all the details if you want to sign up thank you for sharing it and for anyone who would like to take a look at it i will also be sharing the link on the description of this episode so definitely take a look at it and also before we go how can people get in touch with you and just follow your journey and everything that you're doing Alejandra, I'm very active on Instagram because I think that a lot of female entrepreneurs hang out on Instagram. So I'm regularly posting reels and carousels and all that kind of stuff, doing stories where I always add value and share. And then, of course, if you do click through in my bio um, and join my email marketing list, I'm also very big on emailing all the people on my list. In fact, I on average send out two emails a week and it's all about added value. So yes, I'm all there for supporting women in business. Um, I think that's what we need to do, as you said earlier. And thank you also for all your support, Alejandra, because I learned so much from you as well. I kind of feel like all the ladies that go through my Focus for Growth formula and do my course, I should pass them all on to you to do all the planning properly and the implementation. And then you've got the ideal solution right there. Happy to do it. Send it my way. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and go ahead, follow Ingrid on her journey. She's doing amazing things. And again, Ingrid, thank you. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And I know everybody listening just got so much value out of it. Thanks, Alejandra. And thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure chatting to you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I do trust that whoever is listening will have picked up some value. And um, I look forward to just seeing ladies out there spreading their business wings and flying. I love that. Yes, like a butterfly. Yeah, exactly. Like a butterfly. Thanks, Alejandra. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I appreciate you all for being here. And I always love hearing back from you. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and send me a DM. And if you love what you listen, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes and share with those who might love it as well. I'll see you on the next episode.